0: Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Cup of Three. We are now on season 11. (laughs) (laughs) Couples are New Orleans and we're talking this time about topics covering the honeymoon. So let's get right into it. First, we're going to talk about speeds of intimacy in a relationship. Some couples seem to have this naturally. Some couples didn't want to move too quickly. Some couples didn't even think about it. So let's just start talking about comfort levels and speed of intimacy in a relationship. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. So I think we saw kind of all the different versions of this where like Henry and Christina were one side of the scale where they were <laughs> really still feeling each other out, if that's what you can that's kind of putting it generously. And then the other side, I don't know, maybe like Amelia and Bennett were like pretty comfortable with each other right away, just kind of hanging out and being like sharing space and being okay. Um, I don't know. It just seems like some folks get in their head really fast about that. I think we saw that with Karen mm-hmm. and that makes it like 10 times harder to get past it because I just keep saying things like, well, you're my stranger. You're the stranger in the bedroom with me. Like, I don't know you. And it, mm-hmm. it just like starts to put up walls. I don't need to be there, you know?
2: Yeah, totally. So in particular, we're talking episodes four five and six for this um and yeah definitely like you said we kind of have like people on different sides of that like woody and amani definitely have that chemistry it feels like and uh we're able to connect in an intimate way um but i think so just to be fully transparent i am not a big fan of karen currently i'm just i'm just not feeling that situation um and i think i'm realizing the reason is intimacy like i i think it's not just sex right it's you can be it's an intimate cuddling or or holding hands or stuff like i think there's a little bit of of uh gray there um so like some of the couples like i don't think at this point um brett and amelia have been Intimate with each other, but they are affectionate. Maybe I'll, I should say affectionate. So I guess, what do you guys want to talk? Intimacy, or do you want to talk like being affectionate? Intimacy. <laughs> intimacy.
0: Who's Missy? Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, definitely intimacy as a whole, because I think you have a good point when you brought up Amani and Woody they just make it comfortable. They're not necessarily like focusing on, oh my gosh, I'm married. I need to consummate the marriage now. And this is steps one, two, three to get there. They're just like, hey, I like you. I'm enjoying time with you. Mm -hmm. Let's shower together. We don't have to actually have sex, but Mm -hmm. I'm really just enjoying physical space. And they're taking all the different levels of intimacy just as they are, not necessarily like having it like be a specific yes, no black, white checkbox kind of system. So I think I appreciate that. They're just like doing what's comfortable. (laughs) And I think, yeah, definitely some couples are way overthinking it. Yeah.
1: And I think like what it really comes down to is just knowing yourself and knowing what you're okay with, where Mm -hmm. if you know for sure, and it seems like this is more Karen's perspective, if you know for sure that like rushing intimacy or doing that sooner than you're actually ready could actually be like a really big deal for you and really not be okay, That's okay. You just have to vocalize it and you have to talk about it and like have your partner understand that so that they don't think that like you're, you know, ignoring them or like not prioritizing the relationship or something. You're just going to maybe show that you care about them in other ways until you're ready to get there. But it's also about like that communication about what you are okay with, where there's a billion zillion things you can do. Like you're saying, hold hands, you can cuddle, you can like, they're on this gorgeous honeymoon. They can go swimming and like, that can be very intimate without any sex happening at all. You know, like um, I I think there's a, a lot of space to explore there and it gets very locked down into consummating the marriage as like this, very serious and specific thing rather than like all of the gradual things that lead up to that so i think like the more flexible they can be the better communication that they can have and be like this is what i'm expecting what are you expecting and then compromise but i think some of them they just got in their own way like the karen and miles thing she was just like so it's like she seemed to feel like if she didn't say like I, I need to be slow to intimacy that he was just going to like jump all over her and be like trying to do stuff like that. He's not going to do that. Right. Like he's a, he's a nice person. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, I do get, I'm totally with you <laughs> before I, I go forward, but I do get the pressure. Um, So like I like, you know, on a normal, a normal quote unquote, normal dating situation, I feel like you can kind of feel that out with the person that you're dating. If that is um something that like if it's a person who's who's wants to take a longer time, you can kind of feel that out. And if you're a person who wants that, then you will continue to go on the relation the date with that person. And if you're a person who prefers you're a bit more touchy-feely. Like I, I get the feeling that Miles is more of a touchy-feely. Like he'll hug you, he'll, you know. Spank you on the butt when you're walking by and be like, yeah, girl or something like he seems like that type of, I don't know. That's (laughs) what they do, right? That's what people do. That's what the youngins do uh, here. Um, I feel like he's more of that type of personality. And Karen is less touchy feely. You know, she is less. uh, Yeah, just not big into touch. Except Uh, she
1: got a foot rub on her wedding night, though. So she's okay with, like, if it's your foot. <laughs> wow. Which, that was and, great. I was like, foot rub? Arguably, like, that is a pretty <laughs> intimate thing to do. It is.
2: I'm not doing it if I'm him, honestly. I don't know why he, he why? hopped into that way too quick. Why? I don't
0: know. I just, uh, yeah. It's it's a level of connection and showing you care. And she had a long day. She was on her feet. She was wearing heels. Feet hurt. Yeah. He- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I think you the principle of self-awareness, right? And it's knowing your five love languages. Are you a person that cares a lot about physical touch, or not? And that's totally fine. Whichever one you are, as long as you live by what you are. And mm-hmm. if that vibes with a person, phenomenal. If it doesn't, you have to communicate that up front and realize like how we're going to handle this. And like me personally, I am. I, I ha- like for my love languages, physical touch is a big one, but I also don't move quickly in, you know, intimacy and relationships. I have mm-hmm. moved like different speeds with different partners and that kind of thing. And I've felt more comfortable with some. And then I have others, like each mm-hmm. partner is a little different, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's comes down to how comfortable are, you know, are we with whatever's going on? Mm-hmm. And if that means waiting until X number of dates, I I also don't agree with, like, I, you know, checkbox. I only can do it after day three. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, that goes back to, like, just be just knowing yourself
1: and knowing what you're okay with. Because, like, if you're mm-hmm. secure in that, then, like, if you're somebody who, you know, it be- gets intimate faster, then you don't – if someone is like, oh, you're, you're such a slut, you're like, okay. <laughs> like, because you don't care because that's – you just know yourself. That's, you know, that's you. Yeah. On the opposite side of that, like, oh, you're a prude. Like, you can't win either way. Right. And that's why, especially, like, I think with these couples, like, I think they need to approach these situations with that no judgment thing where it's like, okay, just tell me what your thing is and we'll see if we're vibing or not. Like, and not having it be like, oh, I'm so offended that you're this way because it's just, you're just figuring each other out. You're trying to figure out if this is a thing that you could do forever. So, like, just... Just put it all on the table. Like, this is what I got. Like, do you want yeah. it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like,
0: that's Go ahead.
2: <laughs> so I agree, but I think we're we're falling into the trap of comparing this to like an average relationship though, right? Because like, yes, and if you're dating somebody, if, like you said, it kind of goes off the speed of that date and typically you're attracted to that person. Like we've we've had different people on this series who they weren't attracted to. And my theory is I don't know if Karen is physically attracted to Miles right now. I think that's part of it, honestly. So if like, it's a lot harder to be intimate or touchy feely at this point, because they don't really have, they don't know each other, right? So this isn't, a they don't love each other. They're learning about each other so if the if it's not a physical thing at the beginning i feel like it's harder to get there like if if i was to put myself in their shoes if i was paired with someone that i wasn't physically attracted to i don't know if i would be able to do that as fast as some of the couples have on this show honestly like i i would want to but it's also learn.
1: about like not trying to follow uh, any script or follow any time period and just see what happens because yeah. like that's been your experience so far but there could be you know other situations that could have played out where like that took time to grow and it was still good it was just different you know
0: mm-hmm. and like it's just everyone's going to approach that so differently mm-hmm. yeah i think what frustrates me about some of the couples right now that we're seeing is there seems to be some arbitrary, like, line, whether it's three dates, whether it's whatever dates. And, mm-hmm. like, particularly Brett was talking about he always has sex with his partner by date three. I'm just like, that has nothing to do with your partner then. Like, you like, okay, yeah. where, where does that, like, who determines that then? And if you mm-hmm. go hang out because you randomly ran into each other at whatever space, does that come as a date? Like, where does this kind of arbitrary yeah. logic come from to say, this is when I have sex with somebody or not. It, yeah. it just seems like a yeah. little bit unfounded. Yeah. Plus,
2: like on a date, like you're choosing to see that person mm-hmm. three different times. You guys are like, they're married at this point. So they're, you don't really have a choice. You're kind of, I mean, yes, you have a choice. You can leave their marriage, but it's a, it's a lot different. Like, I feel like one, you're choosing to see this person every time. So you're weeding out all the people that you're not, into just naturally if if he had a bad first date he probably is not gonna have a second date or a third date so i just i feel like when he said that i'm just i was a little bit annoyed by that too because like yeah that could be true but this isn't a that didn't work for you that's why you're on this show (laughs) so like if we're gonna be honest
1: yeah but
2: it's also a different like it's apples and oranges it's a different situation i feel like
1: Yeah. And like people keep comparing the amount of days that they've been married to the amount of dates that they would have had. And I'm like, nah, if you were dating someone, you'd spend an evening with them, you'd have dinner. So that's what like three, four hours, maybe you're doing all your dates sequentially. So by the third day, you've had like 25 dates. (laughs) Like You're (laughs) you're, like, they're just one after the other. And instead of like, going out with a person and then going back to your place, scheduling it, and it's going to be next week on Friday and you've got a week and, you know, you're doing that. It's just, they're just back to back. It's just like each activity is a new date and, and you don't have that like extra space where you're back in your world, you're with your friends and family, you're in your home, You're instead spending that time immediately afterwards with them doing another thing or going back to your hotel room, to your apartment, whatever. And so like, that's just, it's just all smushed together. So like the the idea that only one day is a date, it's like, when have you ever had a day-long date that was like in the earlier process, the earlier days of like meeting someone?
2: I mean, I had work, so I can't... (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been able to, to, yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. Um, also, I I do wonder if, to kind of go back to Woody and Amani, I think part of it is like they're just all in, you know, like the arbitrary times and stuff like that. That's kind of to, to Mabel's point. Like I think that right there shows that you're not all in. Like if you're all in, just be in the moment. And and uh, I think part of, the I don't know if this makes any sense, but I think part of the problem with having all these different rules is you're doing it based off of, well, I don't want to seem this way or that way. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. If you're only in this to get a partner, all you care about is that person. And who cares about what other person is going to see that? You know, like, I don't know if it's, I feel like you can just, if you're all in and that's your intention, I don't know if it matters if you take forever.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that's,
2: I mean, I do think you have to be intimate within for this to work. You probably want to be intimate within the experiment, honestly. But um, honeymoon and stuff like that, that seems a bit, that seems a bit rough.
1: Again, though, I don't think it has to be on a specific time frame. I have, I think it just has to be communicated about in an effective way between the two people. Yeah, I just think like they just need to talk about it and be on the same page. Because it could be they wait six months and that's fine. If they're both, that's what they want. And that's like they're going to you know, grow, build that in other ways, then that's fine. It's just like being on the same page, regardless of when decision day is, whatever. And like, that's the basis of them being on the same team and being able to go the long run.
2: I feel like I'm contradicting you so much here. I'm sorry. But like, yes, if it was a normal date or normal situation, six months when you're seeing each other once a week, if you live, they basically lived with the person for six months. If, if, if it hasn't happened at that point, I don't know. I, I think that's a bit different too, right? Like, I
0: think the thing is here, it, it's kind of like what some of these couples are doing right now where they're thinking about this as an eight-week experiment or thinking about this as a long-term matrimony that happens to be recorded for the first eight weeks mm-hmm. and they met that person in those eight weeks. Hmm. And I think what's different is that with a couple like Amani and Woody, they're saying, "Hey, I'm in this for the long run." And if we decide to have sex or not during this, which they did, they're saying, "That's my pace, regardless of the cameras, regardless of the show." But hmm. what some couples are doing and they're almost like rewinding the decision day back to present day to be like, this is where I should be. This is where I need to be. And also fast forwarding to the wedding day to see like, okay, if I'll calculate where I am now based on the wedding day and decision day, this is what I should be doing. Oh it's like, God. okay, it's kind of, <laughs> you're doing a whole lot of math right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like,
1: uh, and I, I can completely understand that because they're in a situation where they have very little control and so anything that you can do that makes it feel like you're in control of like, okay, by week two, we're going to reach this milestone. By week three, we're going to have talked about these things. By week four, we're going to mm-hmm. like thinking like it, it feels so much better to have a plan. But then you actually mm-hmm. look at the reality of what's happening, you're like, oh, actually none of this is going to plan, <laughs> you know. But it makes you feel like you kind of like have it together. The same reason <laughs> I keep a schedule for my personal life on my walks. I'm like, I have a plan. I know what's happening. And I'm like, every day is different. Like there's always stuff yeah. that comes up. Um, yeah. Which you know, it's it's a big, extreme, weird situation. And I think the the best thing that yeah. anybody can do is just be like, let's see where it takes me, and just hop in that river oh, and just float, just. Bop back and forth, hit the river's edge, but you just keep going. If you try to swim, stay perfectly in the middle, holding on to branches and stuff because you're going too fast, like it you don't enjoy any of it. You don't get where you're trying to go. Like it's just it's gonna it's the gonna mini- be a rough ride.
0: Analogy. <laughs> <laughs> they get weirder the tired I am. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was, was picturing myself though, like on just the just laying in that just tube. Like, just go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> to kind of yeah. hop
2: off the topic a little bit we do we have to talk about how so they're in Mexico right for the honeymoon mm-hmm. it looks nice mm-hmm. I am like I feel like I say this every time but the honeymoon like I want to go to this location and I know that like we're in the p- middle of a pandemic so that's probably helping I'm just like I can't wait to travel again but just seeing them with the uh, what was that like the boat where they're all like holding on and
0: the little speedboat like, thing? The go. jet the boat? Oh boat. my gosh, the coolest thing ever! I yeah, want to do that. that. I want looks that really. Life. Yes,
2: we should. Part of me, yes, we should. Part of me does think though, like, what if the guy who's driving this doesn't know what he's doing? Now you're <laughs> fucked.
0: <laughs> you got a life jacket, you got, I think, a helmet. Um, <laughs> I just don't yeah. want that boat to like hit my head.
2: Like- i was gonna say, if the boat is over you, you can have all the light jackets you want. <laughs> you concuss concussed.
0: <laughs> That's when you take, you know, the air where your seat is. Like you pop up for air, take the life jacket off real quick, swim out underneath the boat, oh. come out and put the life jacket back on. See, she's got a whole safety plan.
1: If we go with Mabel, we'll be fine. <laughs> She'll see us. <laughs>
0: oh my
2: gosh! I need you to remember all this when there's a boat about the fall. <laughs> right, in I got it. I got
0: in, it. it. In, the moment. <laughs> in the moment. I literally was thinking about that because every time they did those three sixty turns, I was like, if he breaks at the wrong time and just like it hits that like perpendicular, mm-hmm. you're like oh, that's that's bad.
2: Yep. And there's like a wall nearby, so I'm just like, you hit that at the wrong time, and now you're. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it looked like a lot of fun. It
0: did. Um, I noticed, though, like Woody has this personality where it's just like adventure. And Amani was just going with it where they're talking about the buggy rides mm-hmm. later on. I was just like, mm-hmm. that's, that's great. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. They were there yeah. for
1: each other. They were like, oh, you want to do something adventurous? Okay, we're going to do something adventurous. And like he said something like when they were going to go on the boat, I think he was like, I want to take her on, you know, adventure. So sort of the, the wild side of life. I want to hear her scream. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like he wants, I know. I was like, oh, to know what her scream
0: little... sounds like. Okay, <laughs> I was like. There's a little, you know, dirty and, you went, and you went, I you mean, anyone. You I mean, he didn't care.
2: He's right into that so much more than I did. I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Roller coasters. <laughs> oh, that's
0: funny. Yeah. Well,
1: um, what did you think? Like, speaking of all the activities at the honeymoon, when Henry and Christina did their little, like, they did a kayaking thing, and then they did the, um, what's it called, the paddle that you yeah, stand on, on it paddleboarding. and you, you do the thing what did you think about like their whole dynamic through that because I, I felt like they actually relaxed a little bit because they were both a little nervous and like it actually it, I don't know it just seemed like kind of a cute moment at times like what did you think about those scenes
2: <laughs> I, like, I like Henry a lot I will say that first <laughs> Henry's personality is just it's always surprises me like I thought he was going to be well, he was very nervous in the beginning and then like halfway through that paddle boat paddle, paddle surfing, board? thing, paddle boarding he was all about it like he is gone mm-hmm. and, and like I see Christina like Henry where'd you go and he's like <laughs> halfway across the- princess,
0: Henry <laughs>
2: <laughs> does he think that she's a princess at this point we do not know <laughs> but <sighs> Oh uh, so yeah, they and then they is the mud thing. Did that happen?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh I saw each one very differently. So the t- kayaking, for example, Henry was not having it. He was like, Christina's not helping. I'm the only one like <laughs> moving us along here. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh no, this is not good. This is not good for the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and then the stand up paddle boarding though, I was like, Oh, like This is exactly what Christina was going for. Get him out of his shell and realize he enjoys it and have fun. I was like, that's like, I think that was a good movement forward for them. Mm -hmm. The mud bath. I was like, I think I thought that was in between. I was like, okay, he's kind of having fun, but he like clearly isn't having most fun. He kind of like is grossed out a little bit by the mud here.
2: (laughs) Honestly, I'm with him on that. I feel like I'd be grossed out too. Because my thought is like, who else has been in this? You're grossed out by all water.
1: Oh, literally any pool, what? any hot tub, jacuzzi, lake, ocean, anything. He's just like, this is disgusting. Like, I was trying to be no, all cute like- and, like, kiss him,
2: and he was just, like, <laughs>
1: <doing that. laughs> moving his face away. I was like, all right, I guess this is going to be something we so do in the water then.
2: heat in this water. We've got pollution. We've got... I just, I just, I get grossed out. It's true. I'm with Henry on that one. I'm just like, I need to make sure this this mud has been made in a sterile environment. A sterile environment. Mud. Well, really? <laughs> exactly. So it's probably not. It's like, oh man. Like, what's the regulations behind mud slide oh thingies? I
1: just what I liked about it was Christina's impulse was to be like, I want to have him experience all of these things, and there there was still some of that judgment of it in there where like she had made comments about how he like hadn't traveled internationally and like um, almost saw that as a bad thing it was being just really judgmental about it. But for these things, I was like, oh, okay, we're seeing that there is a part of her that can be like taking the lead and kind of pushing him to try new things, even though they're like, not super crazy. It's like going on a paddleboard or like sitting in some mud for five minutes. Like, if if that's wild to him, that's cool. It can actually be funny to be like, you know, do that with him and then it becomes this ridiculous story about how he overcame this moment because it's really not that big of a deal. But for him it was, which is hilarious. Um, Other
2: people talking about war stories and he's like, so I saw the mud and I was like, I'm going to have to get into that mud.
1: I didn't want it in my hair, so (laughs) just... Yeah, he's like has his head above the whole time. Like,
2: I, I like how that was like a like there's a lot of ladies who'd be complaining about getting mud in their hair. Okay. You would be Henry, complaining
1: I about getting you. mud in your hair. What are you talking about?
2: I, I see you, Henry. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, rep, rep, Yeah, this is an issue with women
1: somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me and Ashley would <laughs> probably get our hair wet before you go <laughs> jump right in there. Are you kidding? That looks like fun. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's so probably, funny.
1: Probably. probably. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I wanted to yeah. go there so bad. Like just being mm-hmm. in, you know, the social distancing and all this stuff right now, like we're easing into cold weather in Michigan. Like I am ready for some, some beach and sun mm-hmm. and bright colors and...
0: Mm-hmm. not being but here. I also saw a side of Christina that was just more in the moment relaxed when she was having fun yes the activities. yes because otherwise like we're just seeing like you mentioned judgmental Christina and she at one point was trying to encourage Henry not to um compare them to other couples but then she turned right back around and did it when they were in the group setting I'm like okay Christina like mm-hmm. decide please um yeah. and so it it helped to see where she kind of started to relax and just enjoy herself which as you you know, also saw it helped the relationship and they were happier together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she could just step
1: back and just let it be and not try to be like, I think what Christina maybe doesn't, this is my theory is that she is actually someone who would do really well. If she took a little bit more ownership and control of her life and her relationships, her whole thing about flowers and wanting to get that, like, girl, you can buy yourself flowers. You can make yourself feel special. Like you can do that yourself um don't need no man don't need no
0: man i literally have flowers right next to me that i like to you know, a called okay. feminist podcast yeah. soon? <laughs> pretty much yes <laughs> it's gonna be As great
2: advocate, i will li- gladly go on the show
1: <laughs> okay but you're yeah. gonna be paid 70 cents on the dollar for us <laughs> maybe it's 77 i gotta look it up i think it's much lower because for latinx women it's or Latino women is mm-hmm. much lower. It's like 54 or something. Mm-hmm. It's crazy low. Anyways.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, when, is that US or is that international? US,
0: I think. Yeah, I think it was US. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then African-American woman's even lower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sidebar. <laughs>
1: um, so mm-hmm. what was I saying? Oh, so I think if Christina were to take a little bit more ownership of that and realize that like she can take control and she clearly knows what she wants. Like she is very... She has this very clear idea of like, this is the type of life that I want, you know, with a partner, whatever. And if she were Mm -hmm. just to kind of take the reins a little bit more, I think she would find that she actually not only gets what she wants, but she's also can kind of show her partner what she wants and what she Mm -hmm. like needs out of the relationship. And then like, I think Henry would be cool with that (laughs) If if she would just lean in a little bit. But I think she sees herself as... No, I'm the princess, so the man has to create that world for me, and that's his job. He's his his job to read my mind and know like what I want and how I want to be treated and what type of life I want, and he's going to create
0: that environment for me. And like, mm-hmm. and that could be like part of the reason they were matched. You know, Henry yeah. needs somebody to lead a little bit more and be a little more assertive and decisive in what they do, and she clearly is all about that. She just is afraid to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know if I'm worried she's not going to get there because. There's kind of a slow progression in her thinking. And I think, I I don't know if it's going to (laughs) happen.
2: Just to foreshadow
1: how it feels right now.
2: I do wonder though, so not a little out of the show, but I feel like generally there's this thing about if you have a very quiet person that they need to be with a person who is loud or has a little bit more exuberant personality wise. And I don't know if that's necessarily always the case you know like why can't two ex uh introverts and yeah get together like i i wonder you know like i I get why henry and um christina were matched i definitely get that but just in general i kind of think like that might not be bad if like if we had two Henry type quiet reserve people, maybe it wouldn't be great television, but I could see them like that could probably work out better so far. I mean, things might turn around, so this is a bit early, but
0: I think it depends because for someone like Henry, we're seeing a lot of insecurities and he wants to be more of this confident person that just kind of goes with the flow. Hmm. He needs someone to compliment that part of him, but If you're more confident in being introverted, quiet, like please don't ask me to go paddleboarding. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, if he were more of that mindset and didn't want to move from that, then he may be best paired with someone that's similar. But since he kind of like Mm -hmm. is showing that he wants to be more out there and have more fun, then he needs someone like that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah. So because he's making efforts to try to be more, outgoing it would make okay i get that i get that thought process yeah
1: i think it's kind Um, of like that push and the pull where mm -hmm. to me that's like kind of the secret sauce in a relationship where like your your strengths enhance your um like partners not weaknesses but like areas of development and likewise so that you can weaknesses (laughs) See, so, so you can keep supporting each <laughs> other a and, way. <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic, but um I think like that all kind of fits together where it's like, okay, I'm not as strong in this area, I need you to pick this up, but I'm stronger in this area than you, so I can pick this up and then you help guide each other so that you can improve those things and like still both benefit from it. I think that's the the great part of like kind of being in a team like that,
2: yeah, totally. Oh, totally, <laughs> I feel like uh, we have to talk about um, America's favorite hippie couple out here, uh, Amelia and Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adorable, uh, and um, clearly, like these these episodes, I just it's amazing how well matched they are. It's just like I, I just it's just it's hard for me to even comprehend. <laughs> like they just, they work so well. And um, the scene where, so I think that was was that episode five where he does the whole YOLO thing. And she's like, she, she catches that. So that. <laughs> Cause I missed that too. I was like, like my brain just filled in. Oh no, you only live once. And then she's like, wait, what, what did you, what did you say? And, he repeats the only loved ones. And that was just <laughs> like moments like that are so cute where like they can they're playful with each other, but then they still have like serious conversations. And um yeah, I just I just wanna basically wanna gush about how awesome they were. And they're
1: getting real comfortable. I mean, he is pulling out yeah. his ninety real quick, like <laughs> He's showing her how he can yes. get into a carrot position with that thing, like, and she and <laughs> she comes out in her onesie too. I was like, okay, like the way mm-hmm. when he met with his, her mom and her brother for brunch before they left, um, her mom said something like, "You you two are like puzzle pieces," and I thought that was a really cute way of saying like they just seem like they're kind of Aww. from the same world. And it's, like, yeah. this super creative, free um, world outside of, like, mm-hmm. what we usually see on this show. And it, uh, that's what I love about watching them so much is it's, like, show me yeah. everything about the way that you live. Like, I can't wait to see, like, yeah. where these people are living, like, what their friend groups are like. Like, what do you do in your free time? Yeah. Other than what we've seen in, like, the little promo shots of, like, her doing yoga and stuff and him on his little paddly bike thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, Petty cat. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're just... Yeah, they're just
0: such interesting people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And everything that we learn about them that's unique to them, like the other partners just leaning into. Even when you know, it was a reception, I want to say that one of her friends called out to Bennett, like, hey, so what did you think about her on um, her arm hair? And he was like, Oh, I actually didn't notice, but hey, that's empowering. I love it. And then we moved move to, you know, their fun activities in the honeymoon and just having, you know, getting to know about each other, little elements mm-hmm. of their personality. Every single turn that we get with them they're just like yeah this is great uh that's an awesome mm-hmm. characteristic to have in a person i really like that they're just like really accepting one another as they are and just taking this journey for you know, yes fun, it's the that like that it really can be.
1: lack of judgment no that sounds like a bad thing um the non-judgmental space that they can create for each other it's like say whatever. I'm just, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think like okay. being in their circles, that's kind of, it seems like their friend culture kind of cultivates that where it's just like, you're weird too. Cool. <laughs> like you ride a unicycle to work or you <laughs> have a, I don't know, weird tattoo. Like that's just, okay. That's your thing. And it's just like, it doesn't mean anything. Cause it doesn't have to.
2: Yeah. I think uh the only, so like they, I feel like they, I do this to like random questions type of person. So they, they did a lot of that, but one of the heavier topics it looks like they covered was the whole kids uh, having children. So we find out that um, from Bennett's sister that uh, he is morally opposed to having biological children um, in other words, I think his he kind of explains it that his rationale is there's a lot of kids that need homes, and if you have a loving household, like why not adopt? Um, and then it seems like Amelia is a little bit more on the uh, she would like to have her own biological kids or or child, and then they kind of reach the middle ground of adopt and have a biological child. Um, just, I uh, kind of want to get your opinions on that. Like, uh, a great compromise slash <laughs> listening to each other. But yeah, what did you think?
1: I want to hear your thoughts
0: first, Mabel, because we've already talked about this a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, I've also been a big fan of adopting. I um, like that they came to a compromise and where they are considering having their own kids. And that's kind of how I considered wanting my family to like a little bit of blend where I have some of my own kids also adopting. Um, mm-hmm. I can definitely see where he's coming from. And I feel like Bennett's put a lot ethical because at first I was like, that's, it's a bit extreme to say it's unethical to have your own biological kids. But then as they got into it, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, like I can see how you came to that. Um, yeah, it The first impression just kind of gave me like the thoughts of like, do you think that every person that has biological kids then yeah. is like, but Regardless, um so I think there's definitely an element of like caring for society's children that he's like coming from, and I really mm-hmm. respect that, and I really do um think that like it's it's great that they're at least both considering both options. She was more willing to consider the adoption side from his perspective, and mm-hmm. he was more willing to consider the biological side from her perspective. And so I just think that was a really good conversation, an authentic conversation where they like they didn't really target one another. They just wanted to learn and just think about their future together with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, They seem, again, I liked just how they could have a conversation about that and just be like, this is what I think. Okay. This is what I think. And what do we, what do we do with that? Um, Without that judgment, (laughs) I didn't love how Bennett's sister brought it up. I felt like it was a lot (laughs) to like kind of shove in Amelia's face. Like, especially like, like
2: But she gave her that lollipop as a gift. So she gave
1: her a lollipop, which had some symbolic I had meaning, that. I think, was lost on me, but she seemed she seems like a very genuine person, but that it would kind of take some getting yeah. to know her to understand the significance behind her actions. So to me it feels bizarre, but I, I think if you were in her circle, you'd be like, Oh, I get it. That's just her being her. I don't remember her name. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, anyways, just the way that she was like it's okay you know to look it up um
2: i'm just curious just now. the way All that right. it was
1: like okay you're at a brunch with your new sister-in-law she just met your brother last night and you're immediately going to say by the way my brother feels this really strong way about something that would impact you deeply and your future and what your goals are like i just felt like she didn't bring it up in a super soft or tactful yeah. way that like that yeah. would have been something that she and Bennett would talk about naturally on their own. They don't need mm-hmm. uh, like to be to drop that in there. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So I, d- I didn't love that part of it because mm-hmm. I, I thought that could have gone a lot better. But yeah, yeah, I can understand where he's coming from with the adopting thing. Um, I I wish he would have specified. Like I feel like for it's against my ethics to have biological children rather than making the blanket statement of it is unethical to have biological children, because that's like, everyone's going to make their own individual choice on that. And that's up to them.
2: Um, Also, hey, if he thinks it's unethical, guess what? People who want to have kids, you can still have kids. Like, I'm, you know, Bennett is not the gatekeeper to whether or not. Well,
1: yeah. And that's, (laughs) that's what it feels like he's, and it it could just be the phrasing of that, that I'm holding on to a lot, but it just feels a little judgmental because it's like, that's an individual choice, just like anything to do with children and reproduction is like that's individual person's choice. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it seems like they kind of got to a common ground on it. So it seems like they're okay. I don't know. What did you think ago? Uh,
2: I, I love the way he articulates himself. Yeah. Like it, I feel like if that was from a different person, you know, having a bold stance isn't, like everyone can have that, but then being able to like give the reasoning behind it. And he, I feel like he did a great job with that. Like it, it's true. You know, we have a lot of people, a lot of kids that need homes. And like, once he explained his, his thought process, I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard to find a person to be like against it, you know? And um, so, yeah, I, I that was the main thing. I, I also wasn't surprised that they com- that he compromised on something like that because, I mean, you can have that opinion, um, but he doesn't strike me as the type of person who would say, all right, well, this is it. Like, he seems really easygoing, so um, if his partner, and he really cares about his partner, if his partner felt that way, all right, then we'll change, you know? So I'm, I'm not surprised by that, but uh, yeah, you're right. It is... It is interesting that like your first time you're meeting the family one-on-one, they're like, just so you know, like throw a bomb and run away.
0: Yeah, it's just, it just seems so unnecessary. I was like, girl, read the room. Yeah. Like, I just felt like it time. was a, like, oh, yeah. I felt like it's one of those things where she probably could have like overthought it and just been in her head and be like, oh, do I need to bring it up in my, you know, like that kind of thing that you kind of like let it out. And then it like if if I would have been in that situation, I can totally see myself doing that. Like where I'm thinking, 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 and I'm just kind mm. of like, Say it, but then later I'm like, wait, I guess I didn't need to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: just blurt it out. That was fun. So
1: another thing that happened on the honeymoon, mm-hmm. just to get us back on track here. So it was very interesting to me when Brett and Olivia were spending some time with Christina and Henry, and suddenly Christina was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, I got to speak to you in private. And so, like, the boys go off, and then Christina sidles up with her little glass of wine and does like the classic reality TV show thing of like, I got to tell you something that I am noticing. And she was basically like, Brett doesn't seem genuine. Like she didn't even have like a specific thing. She was just like, I'm just seeing a lot of red flags that I usually see in my relationships, which is like a lot of self-awareness
0: there. But like, what did you guys think of that scene? Oh, first of all, I'm just like, that's a whole topic of meddling in general. And Olivia called it out, too. She was like, right. you've spent Thank all of you. five minutes with me. Thank him?
2: you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, like, this is bold to be saying this when you first met him. And and no, nobody asked ask not your you. like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't know what, like, that mm-hmm. was so weird. That was so weird. I don't, like, also the fact of, like, uh, you, you two are going to have to leave. I know you're talking about me. Well, like, why else would you ask me mm-hmm. to leave? It's just, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I just, that was such an odd scene. But then, ironically, after that, that's when they had their blow-up, right? Like, when it was just them one-on-one? After that? Or was that I mean, uh... that could
1: have been how they cut it. We don't actually know
2: oh you know what i'm sorry i am oh yes no
1: you're right you're
2: right
0: which is a whole other thing we'll get there
2: i mean yeah yeah.
0: the meddling thing i was just like but as i saw that as i saw that scene where christina's saying her two cents when nobody asked her about brett i was like i don't know like am i being harsh on christina when i think this because if at the same time, like you can kind of think that like maybe Amani and Woody are meddling a little bit when they keep pressing Henry and Christina yeah, about right. their relationship. But I don't like I haven't to this maybe point. because we like them. Little, I don't know. Like, am I being biased? When I no, that? for sure. Well, maybe I think it might that's be as a factor. As as but, that. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I do. I did feel that way. So like when they were doing the rating, hmm. yeah, I've noticed that too. Like when they're doing the rating conversation, Woody and Amani are like kind of leading the conversation but that could just be because they feel comfortable leading it Um, yeah I don't I don't know I don't know because you're right they're they're kind of meddling too a little bit
1: yeah I think with Christina just the fact that she literally pulled Olivia aside to tell her this thing rather Mm -hmm. than being like oh we're in a group setting like y'all been kissing the way that (laughs) Amani said it, which, like, is my favorite. I'm going to make that a gift <laughs> so hard. Um, but, like, yeah, <laughs> like, I think the setting is different when it's just, like, I need to talk to you and pulling someone aside. That's a different vibe than when you're in the whole group environment and you're just, like, you're all in the same situation. So, it, it's pretty natural to talk about those things that are, like, more private. But mm-hmm. I, think, yeah. I think, too, with Amani and Woody, they did also seemed to have a little bit of a motivation of if maybe we can help a little bit of like maybe we can get them to start talking about mm-hmm. these things and help break the ice for them a little bit because they could see that they were struggling. So I, I think their intentions felt a little different for me.
0: So they're kind of like prying a little bit more and meddling and Christina right just up meddling and it didn't feel as meddling. yeah trying to like get them to open up about it.
2: I mean they are kind mm-hmm. of meddling though, because Woody is kind of he's mentioned to Henry like you should go for it and stuff like that. He has he has and I, I get his intention because he's right. Like if, if Henry was to make a move at this point, it feels like it would be uh accepted. Like Henry's uh Christina's not gonna push him away. But um yeah, I think there is that line. I think if anyone pushed back, so if like a person said, Thanks, but I don't feel comfortable talking to you about this, and they kept on pushing, then that, that's one thing. Since everyone is continuing to to go on with it, I think that makes it a little different. Um mm-hmm. but I feel like if I was in that situation, like the Christina and um Olivia conversation, like I would be like, Thanks, but No, I'm not. I don't know you like that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And I feel like Olivia did that a little bit where she respectfully heard Christina, but at the same time, she was like, But you're not going to really influence my relationship Mm because you're not in my relationship. So, like, I really Mm -hmm. respect Olivia for having that stance and realizing. Yes.
2: And I love you.
1: (laughs) um, Olivia's perspective on, I'll trust you until you prove me wrong or something like that. She has kind of a phrase. And I was like, That's a that's a kind of cool way mm-hmm. to be able to go through the world of just like, I'm going to give you a yeah. shot until you take advantage of it. And then we're going to have a conversation. Like, mm-hmm. instead of being like, you yeah. got to earn my trust through steps one through 1000 and the list out, <laughs> like, like Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like nothing on the, it's like all in like wingdings and you can't read it. You figure it out.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. I just want to go that's into funny. the whole uh, Olivia and Brett argument. Yeah. the that... rating. Yeah. So do you, is like, I, I, I want to give Brett the benefit of the doubt, but I legitimately don't understand why he was so disgusted by that question. I don't, I don't understand. Um, Like his justification of like, how do you rate I think in his head, he it seemed like he was taking it like you don't rate people. So how do you rate a relationship? Mm-hmm. It seems like he was going from that um, that point of view, which I guess. But even that, like, are you, there's no way you could tell me he hasn't rated a person in his life. It just
1: Yeah, but this is something that I matters don't know. to him now. So to rate it, that's really mm-hmm. really personal. I think from his view it was like dehumanizing. Where it's like
2: I mean, like yeah, that, yeah, because yeah.
1: it's it's like the collection of all the different things of like how I don't know, it it seems like he had felt like he and Olivia were in a better spot than she rated them. And so I think he even talked about that a little bit of like I feel like I'm putting everything into it and to only get a seven, seven and a half or something kind of, like, felt like a slap in the face, which I could understand that. But I don't Mm -hmm. think he really understood that she wasn't taking it, taking that exercise as seriously as he did. And so it then actually just kind of added insult to injury when, like, they just were looking at it really differently. Mm
0: -hmm. I just kind of thought that Brett was a hypocrite to get upset about a seven, because if you're gonna be against the rating system, how can you get upset about the result like that someone else gave? Because it felt like at first he was saying that, no, this is totally unjust. This is dehumanizing as people to degrade us down to a number and say, you know, that that's all we are. When he kind of took a little far, like we're just trying to get a feel of how you feel about the relationship, not Mm say your relationship is doomed to be a number. I thought that was kind of much. But then to be upset that your wife gave you a seven, like, wait a second, which one is it? Like, do you want the rating or do you not want the rating? And if you don't want the rating, don't get upset, upset, upset mm-hmm. if this one else like, rated it. Like, what? Um, and I also think that he just didn't really care to see it from Olivia's perspective, which I don't think is the first time we're seeing that in Brett. But um, he was like, oh, seven made me feel defeated and I'm failing. You didn't even hear what she had to say on the seven. She was saying that this is optimism. It's not perfect because we're still starting a lot to grow, but seven's good. Right. Seven's like, I'm happy. We're we're on a stride. We're going yeah. somewhere. And he's just like, he in his mind degraded it to a number. Yeah. Like, he did what he said he doesn't want the right. rating system to do. Like, if you don't want the rating system to be degraded to just a number, then don't. Yeah, diminish I mean, think we're just seeing number. him
1: react to like his perception or his interpretation of what someone says rather than what they're saying. So she's saying yeah. seven. He doesn't yeah. have any other information about why she chose that. And then yeah. he, it's like he translates that into I'm getting a C I'm, I'm not doing very well. She yeah. doesn't like me as much as I thought she did. I'm this relationship isn't going the way I thought it was like this. Clearly, she doesn't want to be in this. Like, you could expand that into all these other anxious thoughts. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't even really talk about it later. Like, it, there was no, no, like, when you said that, it made me think this. And then it made me feel this way. It was just, like, yeah. the deflecting and the, like, pettiness of just, like, not really being able to talk about that stuff. And, like, to me, that was a huge red flag yeah. of, like, y'all aren't even talking about this.
0: Which, if you remember, Brett was the person to say, "You can all, you always know that you can come to to talk about it. I'm always mm-hmm. open to talk. I'm always yeah. open to communicate." Um, five minutes later, you shut yeah, down. You and just lay in there, there like,
1: yep. "Yep, yep, no," <laughs> like doesn't even give like a five word answer. Like, that's frustrating. I don't no. blame her for like needing a break from that because she literally like had to leave the room for a second.
2: Yeah. She was pulling teeth. The amount of arguments that we've seen on this show because of that rating system, because this was, it's it's quite funny <laughs> if you think back, because we've had uh, Dave and Amber, <laughs> what's season seven? <laughs> that whole fight. Where he walked right like, into
1: that one, though. I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> did he
0: also get Yeah.
2: No, like, he said seven, what? and she was angry about that. And then she's like, other people out here get a nine. Huh? Why why can't I get a nine? Um, I think, like, the way that uh, um, Bennett answered that was probably the best way. Like, I don't care. 10. It's going well. Like, that would be my answer. Yeah, like, don't look more mean. Things are going well right now. I'll give a 10 and then move on with my life. Like, uh, I think the way he uh, was so opposed to answering it made it seem like I don't know if this is true but it seemed like he just didn't know so instead of answering he just had his whole protest about it and then when he heard her answer he was like oh I was gonna I think he was probably gonna say a higher number so when he when she gave a seven it just was like alarm bells in his head Mm -hmm. like oh maybe I care about this more than she Mm -hmm. does and all that type of stuff where you know (laughs) yeah lack of communication there um, but, uh, if you could rate your relationship, <laughs>
0: seven. No. well, no, like I wasn't really going to ask, like, is that something seven. that if, okay, put yourself in that show when you're, you know, on a honeymoon and you're, or, okay. Like you two have been in a relationship for a while now and being able to say like, would you even feel comfortable being asked that question to be like, rate your partner? Would you want to answer? Would you be more like Brett and be like, um, I, I don't want to put my relationship to a number, basically? I think, honestly, I
1: would just be really lighthearted and joke about it. I wouldn't put, like, all this weight into it. I would just be like, I oh, know, like a nine yep. and just leave it at that. Because yeah. it, it feels yeah.
0: good. <laughs> okay, she said nine.
1: Cause to me, it feels naive <laughs> to be like, we're a 10 cause nothing's ever perfect, <laughs> but to be like, oh, it's a two, like that would just be yeah. rude. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I just, I would just kind of make a joke out of it. Cause that's like, it's also kind of like that social pressure of being in the group and trying to kind of compare yourself to the other couples. And like, I just wouldn't want to get involved in that. So I would just joke about it. I yeah.
2: know. Mm-hmm. yeah me mm-hmm. too i would i would do the same thing mm-hmm. like i'd be like i would say a 10 but so, she doesn't that's like exactly pineapple. So.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's what i do for a lot of stuff it's like uh so i i get the yeah. like i get it from the show's perspective it's like you know when you're leaving a website and you're like rate your experience and i always go i don't care <laughs> but like i get i get mm-hmm. why they're you know they're trying to get more information on mm-hmm. the couple. Um, but, you know, it's it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to it. S- some wise philosopher said this. And I think his reaction to it made it 10 times worse. Like her saying seven.
0: Exactly. Who, okay,
2: that's fine. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, but his reaction of like, I'm going to be angry all day and be salty about It's just, you know that wasn't great. And then Christina mm-hmm. trying to like, well, why won't you answer the question? Oh my mind
1: God. your business, woman. She is. Mind your like,
2: business. Oh <laughs> well, I yeah. I think we're seeing
1: that as a I'm pattern meddling. though. <laughs> I think we're seeing that as a pattern with her where she yeah. is overprotective of the other women, like in a way that's like not really appropriate. And it. They don't know you. <laughs> yeah. And I think in her mind, she's like kind of being the mama bear and making sure that like her new girlfriends don't get screwed over. But like, they're all grown women. Like, they don't need you. It, like, if he's mm-hmm. sitting there slapping her, then yeah, that's the time to get involved. But, like, if they're just having a disagreement or like someone's being a jerk, you don't have to, like, yeah. go in with claws out and be like, why won't you answer the question? Like, she's a nice lady. Like, it, <laughs> it's just, mm-hmm. you gotta let that be. It's not yeah. your place. Yeah. I'm curious where that comes yeah. from for her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that would come from, but it's almost like she's assuming that protective role in the group. But like, if you think about it, Amani is also being a little protective too, but more casual about it. He's like, Mm -hmm. she's like, how are you going to call my girl a cougar? Like a little stuff like that. Um,
2: Can we talk about that? I I don't think that's that bad of a joke. Like, why is she getting all angry about that? You know? What
1: was it again that she was saying that uh, So because Miles is younger?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Miles well, she seems to be sensitive about, about, about their that. age difference. So, I mean, that's that's a sensitive that's spot. Theory. So,
0: yeah, don't don't touch that. <laughs> we'll let that go. Yeah, and I think that's like where where the girls mm-hmm. are coming from, both Amani and Caring, saying like, like this is not. Yeah. It's too soon. Yeah. It's almost like it's too soon to joke yeah. about it. Don't say that. Like, when you're married thirty years on the road, sure, joke about being a cougar. But right now, when you're mm-hmm. actually not comfortable with it yet, right? Well, she's yeah. not comfortable with it yet.
2: I also, I'm not a big fan. I know they were saying it jokingly, so I'm not reading into this. But like when she's like, I'll hit you in the head. I don't like when I don't like that. I'm not a big fan of joking around that you're mm-hmm. going to hit the other person. I just I'm not a fan of that in general. Like there's plenty of things to joke around it with. Um, so that I wasn't happy with. But like I feel like he at this point, Miles is joking about it because he knows that it's a thing. So he's like, "Let's talk about it," and this is his way of addressing it by bringing it bringing it off in jokes. Ironically, um, though,
1: he's making it worse by doing that. So it's like, dude, let it go. You got fifty million other things <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Like tease her about her height, or tease yeah. her about like something that could also be flirty.
0: You talking mm-hmm. bringing up constantly that she's older mm-hmm. than you—that's not sexy. Yeah. And I think Karen's like using mm-hmm. as like a confirmation bias to when, cause she said she's, you know, seeing how much, how his immature jokes are showing, well, shows immaturity. And I think that's <laughs> a little bit where I
2: hate her. she already mm-hmm. sees him that
0: way. Now mm-hmm. she's just looking for ways to yeah. confirm
1: it. Yeah.
2: Speaking yeah. Yeah.
1: of Karen and Miles, can we talk about for a minute? So like we know that she was able to look him up before the wedding and she was all up in his social media. They talked about it immediately after their ceremony when they got married. So like, <laughs> they both know. Um, and it seems like he, he uses that pretty actively and talks a lot about his feelings on there, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I actually haven't looked at it. <laughs> but she had some feelings about that, like the way that he portrays himself on social media and had some reservations about it. And now he's he revealed to her that he has he struggles with depression and that's just he takes the meds for it and he's got a plan and he it's just part of his life now but just for her to be aware which is important for a partner partner to know about something like that Um, do you guys think that like him disclosing that about his mental health struggles shaped the way that she looked at him?
2: Oh, I mean, I. I think whatever she found on social media, clearly it shook her enough that she was questioning, even going through with the wedding. And I think that's still on the back of her mind. Um, And then to kind of go off of Mabel's point of the like bias thing, like confirming her initial thoughts. I think when he said that, it, it just... She was, it kind of confirmed whatever concerns she had. Um, So as a, so far, I haven't been a big fan of the way she's behaved in this show. I get it, but I just not a fan of it, but I do get, I think the social media thing is interesting because she hasn't like, she, this is her, her first impression is what he put on social media. And I know we have, they're like people who use it on a pretty regular basis. And, um, you know, I have friends who are, who will share a lot of their thoughts and feelings on social media. Um, and personally, I'm not a person who's very active on social media. Um, and I could see that shaping the way i thought so if i was in her situation and he shared some things like i could see that shaping the way i thought of the Mm -hmm. person um my my thoughts on the person so i ask
1: is it just because they are very active on social media or the type of content that they post
2: um probably both really even if it was just like a photo
1: diary of like this is a cool plant I saw today. And every single thing is just like a, you know, where it's not as personal. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I mean, but that would shape the way that would shape me in a positive way. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like if it was a Instagram account dedicated to photography that they, they've done that they like, that's different. Like I, that I could kind of look and you get to see their style. And mm-hmm. that's one thing. Um, But then, you know, there are also friends who will say heavy things that happen to their life when it happens in their lives. No, share that on social media. And, um, I'm definitely not, I don't want to say that's wrong or anything like that. I, you know, how you choose, it's a tool. So how you choose to use it is up to the person. But since I know that I'm not a person who's very heavy on social media I would probably shy away from that. Like, I think, um, cause naturally I like to have a little bit more control over that. And the the reality is if you're going with the person who's very active on social media, they're going to probably be talking about you. So your, your business is going to be out there now. I feel like if it's two people who are very active on social media in terms of their personal lives, that's great. You know, they can do that together, but, since I'm more on the the not so sharing side of it, I think that would be personally a little uh, a concern for me, honestly. Um, but I think that's you know to each person. Do you would you feel the same, or are you? I guess like would you use that? in how you view the person, like their social media accounts?
1: Yeah, as much as I would like to say no, yes, I think social media is, like you said, it's a tool, but it's really Mm -hmm. easy for it to become, it's hard because it's also tied up into a literal number of how many people follow your content, and how, how many people are liking or viewing each individual thing that you post. And so there's that external validation part of it that worries me because it's easy to use it in a way that's not healthy. And that line is super blurry. And so for me, I'm always trying to find that line. Like I don't really have a ton of my personal life on social media aside from like pictures of our dogs. (laughs) Um, Like that's kind of where I'm comfortable. I don't like to do a lot more than that. Um, So I think if I... I saw a profile of somebody who was like really out there with everything. I would worry that like, if I'm going to be with this person, are they going to put my business out too? And
0: yeah. like, of course that would be a conversation, but
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I think those, like some people use mm-hmm. social media as like a journal, like what you're saying, Agu, which is kind of like put it all out there. Um and it would really be hard to disconnect that, which is why I think she never should have even looked at it in the first place. Um, like, it only yeah. skewed her judgment of him. Because if we notice, it almost seemed like, at least how it was edited in the show, it came out. Up until that point when he talked about his struggle with depression, we don't see a lot of you know lack of masculinity and moodiness that she wants to call mm-hmm. out because she called it out as soon as he said it and i just felt that was kind of harsh first of all to to respond that way it made me think of taylor and brandon from season 10 where i personally didn't think that taylor received um brandon's brandon's energy that mm-hmm. way very well um yeah. in the beginning and it kind of made me think of that with them too that he is Opening up to you, saying these things that he struggles with, and your response is that he's moody and lacking masculinity. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, yeah. kind of
2: harsh. Yeah, um, I'm really hoping yeah. that that was like a misunderstanding. You know, like I, the way it seems now, it seems like she to be very broad. It seems like it's oh, it's not masculine to have down days like i really hope that that wasn't her intention you know I'm, I'm i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that she meant it in a different way um because that's not okay like that's i i could argue that's the that's the opposite of the truth like knowing your your problems and addressing it and working through like that is proactive that is like that's a lot Absolutely. of positive things right um
0: Which we could go into a whole other Mm -hmm. segment about like gender roles with that, like it's not masculine to have emotions and it's very moody for girls and.
2: Uh, But the the reason why like the social media aspect for me to kind of bring it back to that a little bit, I found that super interesting because back in the uh, my dating days, (laughs) like I would if if I would definitely look at someone's social media if we're like dating because like a you get to see a little bit of their lives, right? So like what type of friends you have, what type of you know, typically people put like their political views and stuff like that there. Like there's so much information out there that you're putting out into the world. I think that's when it's uh like it's almost crazy to not think people are going to look into that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, if you're putting all that information out there, you're putting it out for people to see. So it's it's going to be people in your family. It's going to be your friends. It's going to be people that you're potentially going to uh, be in a relationship with. Or work with for one
1: day. Like, that's just part of, like, a screening mm-hmm. process nowadays for, like...
2: Yeah. 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 And I think, like, personally, I've I've been in a situation at a previous job where person was laid off because they were using, they were wearing their like uniform. This was back when I was like, uh, like, I think it was like my, yeah, it was my first job or my second job where I was like a um, cashier. And like one of the people wore the shirt and was like drinking and doing all this type of crazy type of mm-hmm. stuff. Drinking isn't crazy, but what they were doing was crazy. And they were wearing the, the company's uniform and the company lay them off. They're like, we don't want to be associated with that type of stuff. And like we don't care that you're doing this, but don't wear mm-hmm. our stuff and do it. But the only reason they knew that was because he posted right. it on social media, you know? Like so like I just that level of control that's the thing that would kind of rub me the wrong way. Um mm-hmm. And obviously we don't know what she saw in there, but I could see that affecting how she views him quite a bit. And maybe she just doesn't want to say that. I'm I'm now starting to give her more credit now that I think (laughs) about it, because if you did see something that you really didn't like, She did talk about it, so he knows that she saw it. But maybe that's the thing that's in the back of her mind that she just can't get over. I don't know.
1: I feel like her thing is she has been on the fence about this from the start, before she knew who this man was, before, like, when she was selected, like, when she was at her bachelorette party, everybody's just like, I'm excited about this part of it. And, like, I can't wait to party tonight. And she was just like, I'm just taking it one day at a time. And, like, (laughs) she was just like, so nervous and that's completely understandable but I think because she is in her anxious mind state then you're looking for anything that's going to be a a potential threat to you so like if she had she felt some type of way about like him talking about his emotions talking about certain topics on his social media she's only going to look at and talk about those things I guarantee there's also a lot of great stuff on his social media. He seems very Afrocentric. He seems to be very like involved in his community. He seems to be very involved with kids. He seems to have a really strong family and friend network. All of these are really great signs about a person where they know who they are. They have their values, like they're solid. And she took it as like, well, his feelings, like that's the one thing that she focused on. (laughs) And like, this is without looking at his social media. I guarantee Mm -hmm. all that stuff's Mm -hmm. in there, you know? And, like, that's part of Miles. It's, like, also wearing his heart on his sleeve. So I wish she would have taken the whole package there, Um, taken account of all those different things. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that extends into outside influence in general in a relationship and how you view a person. Because I'm sure after the season now is airing, she's probably going back and watching and also looking through more things and seeing, you know, what is out there to kind of like, there's just a lot that can be influenced in a relationship that you really have to just be careful because it can sway you in any way. Like, I mean, we're saying this in everything. Um, I watched an episode recently of Netflix called Broken, and it just really talks about like things in society that are... The second episode in particular talks about e-cigarettes and talks about how the perception on e-cigarettes was um, it, the initial invention was about replacing cigarettes for smokers, but it blew up into this pandemic, epidemic for, I don't know what the correct word is for, um, for teenagers. And it just talked mm-hmm. about how social media has such a big mm-hmm. influence in it. And so I think like it's just this really big issue for an individual to, mm-hmm. I think, let outside influence them too much. And almost take over their own opinion. Because I'm sure if she never saw any of that social media presence from him before their wedding day, we would probably get a very different Karen Miles dynamic. Because she'd be seeing the situation as it is and letting that determine how she feels about it.
2: I just wanted to say, I think part of my thought process, I I wonder if I'm like the old timey guy. With this thought process with social media. No, honestly, because um like I my my brother is not like that. Like he loves using social media like other people, a lot of people do. But I wonder if like the younger generations, I mean, we've got people who are literally before they're even born, their ultrasounds is on social media. Like you <laughs> like, you know, like that it, crazy. I wonder if like part of it is my, like, oh, I want to be able to control my image and stuff like that. But if everybody is, everything they've ever done is on social media, and it's like that for everyone, at a certain point, it doesn't matter anymore, because it's that way for everyone, you know? And I wonder if we're going to get to that stage, because, you know, like, even I'm saying I'm not a big fan of social media, but I like Snapchat, you know? So, like, I, I'm a fan of some social media. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's... um. I, maybe that's like a age thing where like my, um, Karen is a little older and not probably a little a different view on social media than a miles who's 26, you know or me who's 28. <laughs> so I just the more I think about this, the more I feel like this is just gonna be part of dating in the future and it's just mm-hmm. part of it. you can't get over it.
0: One thing that I think is interesting is I think we're going to get more into later. I don't know how much Olivia and Brett agree on foundational values and maybe politics. Olivia said they agree on politics. I don't know. Um, but they have very different opinions when it comes to like personal spending habits, stuff like that. So I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how that develops about their... Yeah. Their to keep an eye on. ...viewpoints.
2: Yeah. I mean... I think it's safe to say money is going to be a thing in their relationship. Money talk, although I guess it's a thing in every relationship. But yeah, um, they also seem both seem very set in their ways, and I'm wondering how mm-hmm. that would work. You know, yeah, so, they just seem
1: very stubborn, but. Yeah. That could also like if they can get to kind of a common ground place, I think then they can kind of merge enough where they're stubborn about their relationship where it's like, we're going to do whatever it takes to make this work in like a positive way. Or like yeah. that digging in your heels kind of energy could work to their advantage. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'll just come down to how willing they are to be flexible to get to that point until they can like see them as a team. So we'll see. Yeah all right all right well thanks for hanging in there with us guys we, we took some tangents but you know we we ended up where we were meant to be uh next time we're going to talk about the couples moving in together they get to see each other's places we're gonna get a little peek into their lives some more um so until then please go follow us on instagram or cup of three podcast if you have questions or things you'd like us to cover email us at cup of three podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. Um, we're also on YouTube. You can do. Go- I was gonna say you can Google us on there. You can Google us I mean, on the YouTube. This,
2: the same company owns mean, on both, So,
1: <laughs> anyways, exactly. go find us. Um, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. um until then, we'll talk to you very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Uh...